and welcome to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'm Jen Setrauer, and this is a podcast all about navigating life in your 20s. Here we have a lot of fun as we discuss what it's like to follow God into the somewhat daunting phase of life called adulthood. I have by no means mastered the sacred art of adulting, but I have plenty of wisdom and funny stories to share about how I have stumbled through this phase of my life. You're listening to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. Class is now in session. Well, I'm so excited you have decided to join us in my very first episode of Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'm so excited that this time has finally come. And today I'm talking about what does it actually mean to be a grown-up? You know, we get this idea in our mind sometimes that you become a grown-up when maybe you buy your first house or you get married, you have kids, you finish college, you turn 18. I mean, there's so many vague ideas of when you actually become a grown-up. Um, and you know, with the whole idea of the American dream, we get this idea that we're supposed to have things happen in our lives at a certain age. So I don't really know when we become a grown-up. It's something that just kind of happens. But when I think about being a grown-up, one question I ask myself is, why do we put so much pressure on 18-year-olds to pick a career? <laughs> uh, we we set 18-year-olds up for picking out a career for college and uh, figuring out a pathway they want to go down, and they're so young. And it just makes me think about when I was an 18-year-old and I um, started college, I was so stressed out about what major to pick and what I was supposed to be doing. And then I met a film teacher who really got me thinking that maybe life didn't have to be so boxed in. He shared about his journey of having tons of different jobs um, while he was trying to figure out his career. He worked in movies for a little bit. He wrote films for a while. He directed. He produced. He took some time to teach here and there. And I was so comforted by the fact that somebody who was now in a position of authority and teaching us at school, their life didn't seem so cut and dry. You know, he got to do whatever he wanted to do and have fun with his life. He didn't box himself in by picking one career and sticking with it forever. Now, granted, I do think there's something to be said about people who can stick with one specific thing, but suddenly the idea of picking a career entering into adulthood didn't seem so scary and now seemed pretty attainable. So as an 18-year-old, I thought I had a picture of what the next 10 years of my life would look like, but here I am 10 years later and it didn't really look like anything I thought it would. So I thought it might be fun if I shared with you what kind of the first 10 years of my adult life after high school looked like. So I graduated high school in 2010, and I had no idea what I really wanted to do with my life. I knew that I wanted to go into ministry, but as an 18-year-old girl living in Gainesville, Georgia, I had no idea where to start with that, and it seemed completely unattainable. So I did what any normal person would do, and I just went with what my parents encouraged me to do. And I started going to college at a school that was in our hometown, five minutes from my house. 
I went to a school called the University of North Georgia, where I started studying psychology. And I picked that major because I thought it would be the closest thing to ministry I could do without without being a full-time ministry person. So while I was at college studying psychology, um, I was also working at a dance studio as a receptionist. And on the weekends, I did crazy hair for festivals and for little girls' birthday parties and (laughs) all sorts of odd jobs. And I was the busiest person you've ever seen. Um, Also, during that time, I was doing Bible college at my church. So Monday nights for hours and hours, I'd do Bible college after regular college. And then... Um, In addition to that, I was on three different worship teams, so I had a really full plate, and I was just always wondering, you know, what do I need to do to get myself on the path? But now looking back on it, I can see that everything that I was doing (laughs) from the dance studio stuff to the um, Bible college to the college to everything in between was literally setting me up for what my career would probably be. So um, after three and a half years of going through all of that fun, crazy chaos of college, Bible college, and working at daycare and um, dance studio, I felt a call on my life to kind of put a pause on college and go on to pursue ministry school at the Ramp School of Ministry. Um, because I had a huge desire to be a worship leader. So there I am, 21 years old, tell my mom that I am, (laughs) I'm going to move to Hamilton, Alabama to go to a ministry school. So in 2014, I packed up everything I had and moved to a city that I'd never been to before to go to Bible college. So my time at RSM was super fun, and I studied worship leadership, and I went through two years of such a transformational process of ministry school, and I met so many amazing friends, I had so many great experiences, but I still didn't know (laughs) what I wanted to do with my life. You know, I really had this desire to be a worship leader or preach the gospel on stages or something like that. But there I was, you know, 24 years old and not really sure what to do with my life after ministry school. At that point, I was like, you know, I don't live with my parents anymore. I'm in my mid-20s, but I still don't feel like an adult. What am I doing? So I did an internship with the ministry school where I worked closely with awesome leaders and I got so many amazing experiences traveling all over the United States helping with worship leading. But I don't know. I still didn't feel like I had achieved um, being an adult. So (laughs) I was just questioning it, um, but just going with it. And at that point, I also started to do art on the side and um, work at a dance studio in town. So after the internship was over, I continued working at the dance studio in Hamilton, Alabama, and doing art for fun. I started an Instagram account for art, and um, I spent all of my days painting and working at the dance studio and doing worship here and there where I could fit it in. And I was thinking, 
man, I'm 25 at this point. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. Am I an adult yet? I couldn't know. (laughs) But a year later, I had an amazing opportunity given to me to be a music teacher. And now I work um, as a music teacher in Hamilton, Alabama, teaching general music to elementary school kids. And um, though it's the most grown-up job I've had, and here I am, a 28-year-old, living on my own, doing this whole adult thing, I still don't know if I'm an adult. You know, I have this feeling like I'm still a kid in an adult's body. (laughs) Do you ever feel that way like you're an 18-year-old? just constantly, perpetually frozen at 18 years old, even though you're living life, having lots of experiences. I don't know when you're actually supposed to start feeling like an adult. You know, I've been facing the unknown for years, doing all of these daunting tasks like paying taxes and paying bills, going to doctor's appointments alone, applying for jobs, putting my social security number on millions of forms, not even sure if that's okay. Like, how are you supposed to figure these things out? You know, but thankfully I've had tons of really awesome adults in my life, my parents and leaders and friends who've been able to help me through it along the way. And like I said, I've by no means mastered it, but what I've started to realize is that you kind of just grow up and you become an adult. You know, there's not a specific age that that happens, but it's just part of life. And the more that I think about it, the less I think there's a specific way to do it. I think it just kind of goes along with whatever your personality and your life is like. But, you know, this is my guide to being an adult. So (laughs) I'm just kind of stumbling through it and sharing some tips along the way. Who knows when you actually become an adult? But all I know is that it's a really fun journey and whatever it looks like for you and whatever phase of life you're in right now, just take it easy and know that you're on your own journey, you're on your own path. And I'm beginning to think that maybe we're never really going to arrive. So every week I'd love to share something that I've been learning in this life. I'd love to be able to put together some different tips and tricks that I've learned um, as I've stumbled through life. And so here's our first one. Here is Jen's tip of the week. So my tip this week is don't rely on your own understanding to figure out what you're doing. Ask God and he will direct your steps. One of the most quoted scriptures that you will see on bookmarks and prayer cloths galore is found in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. I used to think this was such a kind of boring scripture because I had heard it my whole life. And it's one of those that you're like, kind of like John 3, 16, like, ah, I know it. Let's move on. Um, But the Lord has been speaking to me a lot from this passage And in the New American Standard Bible, it says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. I also love what it says in the Message Translation. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. 
He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Well, as I've been growing up and figuring out this adult life, you know, I've tried to plan out a lot of things on my own. I try to plan out, you know, what is this whole year going to look like? What are, the ne- what are the next five years going to look like? What are the next 10 years going to look like? What can I do to make all these amazing dreams in my heart happen? And I think there is a place for planning and a place for trying to put forth your best effort to make your dreams happen. But if you spend all this time worrying about every single step of the way, you're just going to have your eyes on the wrong thing. You're going to get so caught up in, am I doing the right thing? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And really, if we just give our ways to God, He can help us figure it out a lot better. Whenever I was younger, I used to have a hard time trying to make decisions because I was thinking, you know, is this going to get me closer to my dreams coming true? Is this going to get me closer to... Um, walking in God's will, like, what am I supposed to do? But the more I've lived, the more I've recognized the truth in this passage. You know, listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go, and He'll keep you on track. You don't have to do everything based on your own, um, your own thoughts, your own plans, and your own wisdom. Honestly, God sees our lives from beginning to end, and He knows exactly what we're supposed to do when. So if you're walking with Him every day, it's actually not going to be that stressful. He'll help you grow up, honestly. You don't have to have your future perfectly planned out. The wisdom of God, like I said, means that He sees your end from your beginning, and He knows exactly which steps to take. So just ask Him. Honestly, just ask him and he'll tell you what to do in the everyday mundane decisions that you need to make. One of my favorite scriptures from the past couple of years that's brought a lot of life to me is another one that's um, one of those super familiar quoted scriptures. It's Psalm 37, 5, and it says it like this in the Passion Translation. Give God the right to direct your life, and as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. And I've already seen him do this in my life in my early 20s. You know, I stopped going to college, kind of put that on pause, and I randomly stepped out to follow him all the way to a different city, hundreds of miles away from my family to go to a ministry school. And honestly, that was me giving the director's book to God. I gave him the right to direct my life at that point. And now here I am, um, maybe like, when did I graduate? 2016. I'm four years away from that graduating ministry school. And I found that he's pulled it off pretty perfectly so far. No, I haven't always done everything exactly right. And no, I haven't really nailed this thing (laughs) every single time. But just following God in the day-to-day, um, I've gotten to a great place and I'm walking in a lot of fulfillment. I know I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And it's because not because I'm awesome and because I know exactly how to trust God the right way, but I've just said, God, um, I'm giving you my 20s. I'm giving you my whole life. And I trust that you know how to 
get me where I'm supposed to be going. So I want to read that scripture one more time because I just feel like it's so reassuring and comforting. Give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find out that he pulled it off perfectly. So don't rely on your own understanding and don't try to figure it all out on your own. Ask God, give it to God, and you'll find out that he'll pull it off perfectly. All right. Well, I would love to end each podcast with a time of meditation and reflection on the scriptures we talked about in my tip of the week. So this is Jen's guide to quiet time. (laughs) Quiet time. Honestly, I don't know why I call my devotional time with the Lord quiet time because it's very rarely quiet, especially now that I live alone. I can pray as loud as I want to and sing as loud as I want to with no roommates to be bothered by it. But I would like to have a a time of meditation and reflection at the end of each podcast, and I'd love to share some questions uh, for your own personal reflection if you've connected to some of the things we've been talking about in the podcast so far. So I've put together some questions for how to dive into some of these scriptures a little bit more and see if there's some personal application that we can get from them. So... Um, After that, I'd like to end even with a prayer that I've put together to kind of seal everything we've learned from my tip of the week and just see if if we can get some further revelation and understanding of some of these scriptures. So I want to start with... Um, with meditating on Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Again, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. So I've got a couple of questions about this scripture and um, we've actually included them in the show notes so that you can have them to look at and maybe print off for later. And they're also going to be on my Instagram. And so you can find them there. Um, my Instagram handle is at jen.zetrauer. So we've got the questions there. And while we're listening to this, feel free to go ahead and pause between each question and write them down if you'd like, or go ahead and ponder some of these questions in your heart. So my first question is, what areas of life am I concerned about? What do I find myself thinking about a lot? My future? My plans? The unknown? Am I trying to come to a place of resolve in this area of concern based on my own understanding? Or have I submitted it to the Lord and asked for His guidance? How can I acknowledge the Lord in this area of concern? All right, the last part of this exercise is, I think it would be fun to ask the Lord to give you a picture of what it looks like to yield your thoughts and plans to Him. I think if you even um, maybe think about what your picture of what your life looks like and compare it to what his is, you might find that it's a little bit different than you thought. So I would like to end this part with a prayer, and it's a prayer based on Psalm 37.5 in the Passion Translation. 
It says, give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find out he pulled it off perfectly. So here's my prayer for this week. Feel free to pray it yourself because maybe in it you'll find the words that you might not have had for some of these topics and asking the Lord for his insight. So here's how the prayer goes this week. Lord, I don't know exactly how my future will unfold, but I recognize that you know the end of my story from the beginning. Today, I give you the right to direct my life. Teach me how to trust you with every step along the way. Thank you for setting the standard for where I'm supposed to be in my life. I don't look at man's timeline for my life, but I hold myself only against the standard of your word and your spirit-led direction for my life. As I submit my plans and my every step to you, I know that you will let your plans unfold in my story in the most beautiful way that I could never have pulled it off on my own. (laughs) Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening to our first episode of Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I can't believe that this podcast is finally here, and I hope that this has been really fun for you to take a look into this uh, journey I've been on in figuring out adulthood. If you have any questions or you'd like to connect about any of these points, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, You can mostly find me on Instagram at jen.zetrauer. Well, I've had such a fun time sharing this with you today, and I want to thank you again for listening to Jen's Guide to Being a Grown-Up. I'll see you next time. (laughs) 